Hey, welcome to FQ, where we talk about faith, family, and friends. I'm Jacob. And I'm George. And welcome to this week's podcast. One. Hey, it's me, Jacob. And me, George. <laughs> and it is January 7th, 2021. Uh, this week, uh, we have another special guest. It is Kyle St. Andrews. Hey, Kyle. How's it going? How are you doing today? Good. But, uh, we, we're, we're live from your studio, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you have you a sweet a, little setup there. And a lit up chair and everything. <laughs> it's... Yeah. Oh, yeah. It changes colors. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> I like oh. that. <laughs> is, that your, is that your special uh, gaming chair? Or that yes. is. Okay. I like it. And um, a mood chair when I'm live on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I noticed a trend with you whenever you're hanging out. You're always like fiddling with something on TikTok and, and doing that. And so uh, I guess we're all a little bit older in our age and we're all on TikTok. What actually uh, brought you to TikTok? Um. Well, I brought me to TikTok was first uh, entertainment. <laughs> Back in 2018, um, I was recovering. I still have a condition. I have a heart condition. Um, I was recovering from almost dying from a heart condition. Yeah. And, and there was nothing really much to do other than just sit on the couch or sit around trying to recover. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just the entertainment factor of people. And I remember watching a couple of the original people, um, like Youth Pastor Ryan and stuff like that. I remember when he started his account, I think he started his first part of 2019. It was the entertainment factor of that. Then what brought me to start doing entertainment was... After watching, like all of us, you, say, you look at it and say, hey, I want to go on and do my own thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what brought me into the Christian part of TikTok was interesting story. I do handcuff. I've been doing escape for years. Yeah. I was doing handcuff escape on camera. And someone came in making um, obscene comments about some political thing on the LBGT in my comments. And I started defending my faith against those comments, which brought me into Christian TikTok then. <laughs> and known, nice. known for defending my faith that way. Yeah. So I guess that kind of leads us to our, our first question. Uh, what What's your story like? Because you said you had a heart condition, and I, I feel like that was – a big part of your story and how I, I don't know if you have you always been a Christian I mean there's not always a Christian but you get what I mean like have you been a Christian most of your life or um got saved um back when I was 15 years old I'm 42 that's a long Christian life yeah most <laughs> yeah. people most people oh I got saved two years ago four years ago six months ago I hear a lot of the testimonies I'm like wow 
I feel old. But um, <laughs> they. But the thing is, people with the you say old timers with the faith. <laughs> I like to joke about that. We have our testimonies too of our growth. Yeah. Back in 2016, while work, working healthy, everything was going good, I got sick. Didn't work, didn't um, provide for my family. So I had to leave work for health reasons. And my ex wife, which was my wife then, had to work for the family. They couldn't figure out what was wrong with me, and they kept um, going to the doctor. Started going to the doctor in August, and he could not figure out what was wrong with me. My breathing said, oh, you have asthma. Oh, it ain't asthma. Um, I'm going to say we didn't mean to put you on the inhaler. It was not good that we put you on the inhaler. And it was one thing after the other. Yeah. And I mean, two days after Christmas, I went in and I said, listen, I've been taking this medicine, been taking this medicine. I, I'm breaking out. Um, and he panicked. He said, let's do a test. He run every test possible he could run. And I was like, oh, here we go again. They did an ultrasound of the heart and they found out lower left ventricle of my heart damaged. And it's called cardiomyopathy. And he sent me a heart specialist. He looked at me and said, oh, oh, this is typical. You just got a virus. And sometimes the virus settles on people's hearts. I said, what type of virus is it? Oh, it can be any type of virus. And I joke around to a lot of people who are Dragon Ball Z fans that I have the Goku thing from the Cell Saga. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you on that. But um, he said, oh, you've got um, this, and we'll see what we can do with it. The more he kept working with it, um, he came back, and that was the first appointment. He says, I'll reschedule you next week. We'll do some more stuff. And I come back, and he said, this is on into the <clears throat> new year of 2017. I've been diagnosed with it. And he scheduled me and come back. He said, your heart in the lower left ventricle is below 10%. Oh, wow. He says, listen here. Um, we're going to go carry in and do a um, catheter to the heart. And we'll check out, see what the damage is. Where it's coming from, it could be an artery or it could be your cholesterol. It could be this, that, the other. I said, all right, we can do this. And they scheduled that for the 5th of January. I remember that. Eight. Went up there. They about killed me <laughs> on the table. Um, I remember coming to fighting the nurses. Um, they were trying to restrain me. They had about two other people trying to restrain me and one what happens my blood pressure dropped uh, 40 over 10. Wow. Oh. And 
they told my parents and my ex-wife who was there that says, you need to go home and pray that he ain't going to survive. There's no way he's going to survive. And if they got into the catheter. They got into the heart and they checked it. They said, your cholesterol is perfect. You have no nothing in your arteries, nothing's blocking. And that's when he said, listen here, you're going to have to have a new heart. Oh, I done made my mind up. I was like, oh, you about killed me putting a, just a catheter going through my leg. You want to cut me open? I made the decision then. I said, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. And so here I am. My health is completely gone. And I used to be big. But like I said, I did escape. I was big into lifting weights and going to the gym and athlete. So my, my health was snatched from me. While this was happening, sorry for the cat. While this was happening, I was still fighting for live. And everyone that gave up on me, I mean, the church had gave up on me. Here I've been dedicated to the community, helping with the church. And the only people who shattered my door. I'm being God's honest here. It was my ex-wife, her family, which is her parents, my father, and one pastor, an associate pastor that came for the wrong reason. It came not... It was almost like, when you get better, come to my church. Didn't even come in to offer. <laughs> You're like, really? You're not even gonna pray for me or anything? Like, yeah, come on, bro. And I'm sitting there thinking, where's the church at? The church I've read about, the church that I've, and I, I mean, I'm sitting there going in the back of my head. <laughs> I feel like Job. I mean, right? I really feel like Job. I mean, then I had a my ex-wife left me. Um. I go into details on that. She just, she had her reasons, and I was like, wow, I am Job. <laughs> so, um, well, Job's wife didn't doctor, leave. You know, she just told him to curse God and die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get what you're saying there. And that, I will say this a little bit about the app. That was pretty much said a couple of times in text messages to me. <laughs> so, um, or she said that to other people saying she wishes I would do that. Yeah. Mm. But the, I found those. I won't go into no, too much detail on that. Yeah. But the, um, for some reason, every time I go by to the doctor, my heart is running at, last time I went to the doctor is last January, which I'm having to schedule the doctor's appointment at the end of this month. Is the 
the heart is running at 25% on the lower left ventricle, which is better than what it was. But the daughter walks in, he's like, you look too healthy. I think you're good. But let's check you. And it's the same thing every time. But he says, don't you let us give you a new heart. You shouldn't be healthy. You shouldn't be walking around. He's shocked by that. Mm-hmm. But um, I do remember, and this is part of the testimony too, and you've seen me talk a little bit on TikTok about this. One thing, this is where I've come to the conclusion that we're destined, not destined, I had used the word destined, we're Jesus can use this. And um, we have been, um, everyone's been assigned once to die, it says in the Bible. Appointed once to die is the proper term. We all have an appointment to death. Only God knows when the appointment is. Mm-hmm. And If we're that type of the condition, and what's so bad about the condition is everybody says, or not everybody, the physicians say, I could go to sleep, not wake up any day. Because what it is is the lower ventricle tries to keep up with the heart if it goes into arrhythmia. It'll It'll just shut the whole heart down. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a heart attack. It's like off switch because it's trying to reset the um, beats. And it'll just be like going to sleep. It's like there's nothing to, re- to jump start it. I said that could happen while I'm sleeping. That could happen while I am um, get angry or anything like that. But a lot of the times when I'm on TikTok, I put on a show. I really don't get angry. <laughs> so I don't have the luxury to get angry. <laughs> the, and so we got a limited time when we're on earth. You got to, God is going back to, we're appointed once to die. You have a limited time, and the God knows when that time is. We don't need to be abusing that time, like a lot of people are taking it grant, taking time for granted. Because cherish the day, every second you've got. That's one thing I've learned from this um, condition. Live like it's your last day. But I remember there's one, <laughs> I've said this a couple times on TikTok. There was a one time back in 2017, right after I came home from that hospital incident, we were talking about three or four days afterwards. I thought I was a dead as a door now. I was so terrified I didn't want to go to sleep. Because every time I would lay down, people, is in your head. It plays in your head rent-free. This could be the last time. 
type thing. I was praying to God, and I said, um, and he, he come, you know how when God communicates with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people say, God communicates with you? Yes, he communicates with you. <laughs> and sometimes it's crystal clear, even though you, it ain't an audible voice, you hear it. Yeah. He said, he told me pretty much, hey, I want you to be a preacher. Me? No. I mean, I'm not being a preacher. Yeah, you're going to be a preacher. <laughs> uh, sorry, I think you got the wrong guy. Um, I think you misunderstand. I'm sick. I, mean, I was debating God the whole time on this. <laughs> yeah. He was very yeah. patient with me. He kept, he kept saying, no, you're going to be a preacher. And you're not going to just go in there and preach. You're going to help. This is so crazy. You're going to help reform the church. <laughs> Wrong guy. Nope. Not going to do it. I said, apparently you got the wrong guy. I'm going to turn over and go to sleep. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. And I did. I don't ever did that. I did that. So here I was terrified to go to sleep. I was like, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> 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 and I went to sleep. That's and one way to test day, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it, he stayed with me with that. And what it was was he educated me by what the church was doing to me at the same time. You know, the things that we, the American church has strayed so far from what he, purpose of the church was. It's become a hokey pokey, put your right foot in, take your right foot out, put your left foot in and turn all about. I mean, that's exactly what it is in majority. Now, there's good churches out there. I'm not trying to bash churches at all. But it has become a social club where people have to do the hokey pokey to do certain things to get recognized in that church. It ain't about salvation. There's more lost souls in the pews today of the American church than there has ever been. Yeah. It's growing. There's, uh, for instance, when you mentioned that, have you, uh, you probably heard of him, but you know the lead singer of uh, Skillet? You know who yeah. Skillet is? Uh, so John Cooper has his own podcast, and uh, he talks about, that uh, he wrote a whole article on uh, being a pastor isn't meant to be cool. And he's talking about the cool pastors who wear the $700 shoes and the t-shirt that looks stupid that my kid could have made on accident by throwing paint on it and and doing that kind of stuff. And how people are like, oh, they're so fashionable. They're so cool. But – what substance are they putting out is is huge or why are you scared to speak the truth right like i was uh been doing a um i was telling jacob earlier my family started doing a discipleship devotional by francis chan and he was talking about you know the if we're all called to be ministers basically in, in church 
It's not a minister is not the pastor. The pastor is the one that should be teaching and discipling and, and, you know, and showing you it's his job to teach, but it's our job to be the ministers. We're, we're supposed to be ministering the gospel. We're not just supposed to be sitting in, in there getting fed and then, you know, and then going, well, I didn't, I can't go to that church anymore. They're not feeding me. Well, that's because you've eaten enough. Push yourself away from the table and go <laughs> minister the gospel. And, I, I, you know, um, you have a calling on your life to preach the gospel. Obviously, you're doing it in a different way than from a pulpit. You're doing it, you know, yep. TikTok. Jacob has a calling yeah. on his pastoral calling on his life, and I do as well. And, you know, we've gotten this into our mindset that, I've got to, well, I've got to do this. I've got to, you know, I've got to be a pastor in order to minister the gospel in order to fulfill my calling. Yeah. And that's not the case. And I really, you know, believe that God is going to be using more people like us that are, are going to be ministering the gospels in new ways. You know, the, the word says, look, I'm doing a new thing. And for the past few years, I've been, getting that scripture come up and again and again in my life that God's doing new things. And I feel like, you know, this is a kind of a dream realized doing this podcast for both Jacob and I, yep. and we're still ministering the, the gospel, you know, you're doing the same by what you're doing. Um, so I, I really feel that, you know, when God was telling you, Hey, you're you're called to be a preacher. It's it's not just from a pulpit in the church. You know, we're supposed to be ministers yeah. of the yeah. gospel everywhere we go. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of that, um, see, and with going back to the talk about the Reformation, I, New Reformation, I was like, how can I? I ain't gonna be able to do that. Then he showed me the history of the church, and this is so amazing about the history of the church. Jesus came. And he, the Messiah, God in flesh, the God fully man, had come for a purpose, but also he didn't um, come to abolish the system. He came to fulfill it. Mm-hmm. He didn't come to abolish the law. He came to fulfill the law. Right. He didn't want to break away and make a new religion. It was the, what did we have today was not meant to be. He wanted us to be together with the Hebrews and the Jews. Mm-hmm. Sadly, you're not. Politics got involved, people's feelings got hurt, and we have two different states. We didn't bring them in, witness them like we were supposed to bring them to Christ. The, and every division that happens to the church is pretty much the same way. Someone steps up, say, hey, let's go back to the basics. And Martin Luther, he didn't mean to break away from the Catholic Church. He was never meant to, he meant to reform the church to bring it back to the basics. And the church that's communicated him. You know what's and so funny the same about thing happened, You know what's funny about that with Martin Luther um, is that his confessor, the priest that he would go to to tell every little sin, just got so frustrated with him and he's like, you need to go 
read your Bible, you know, and Martin Luther was like, but, you know, I, I've got to repent or, you know, they're supposedly, you know, they're paying for indulgences so they could go ahead and, and sin and it would be okay with the church because, you know, they bought the indulgence or whatever. And he was like fed up with that and was like when he got into the Bible to start the Reformation and was reading in, in um, it might have been in, in James without um, faith works is dead. I think that's where he like started from. And the, his confessor was like, you don't need to do this with me every day for every little thing. You know, you need to go to Christ, go, go to God and ask him for forgiveness because he was just so frustrated with him. <laughs> and, it, and it turned out that he was like, all right, I'm going to go to the word and then wrote out the 95 theses and, and nailed it to the Abbey. Um, which like, yep. and that happened on uh, October 31st. So, a lot of times, you know, when people are like, oh, happy Halloween. I'm like, no, nah, happy Reformation Day. <laughs> speaking of that, that, speaking of the Reformation Day, I did not know what it was called. I mean, I knew what Reformation Day was. I did not know people called it Reformation Day from Halloween. So back in the first part of October on TikTok, when I got involved in Christian TikTok, I said, hey, guys, 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 let's do this. I bought a 95 thesis. I said, let's go to our local Catholic church and keep the tradition going by Halloween day. We leave this. Don't nail it. Don't tape it. Don't glue it. Just lay it on the doorstep. We don't want no criminal activities. And that was one thing I did. And I think a couple other people did. I motivated them to do. From TikTok, we did that this past year. <laughs> the Catholic church and left for 95 pieces. <laughs> It's in the footage. Um, Yeah. Going back to what I was about the Martin Luther, by John Wesley, he didn't want to break away and make the Methodists. Him and uh, George Whitfield didn't. They were preaching the gospel. People broke away. Followers broke away. The Lutherans broke away and made the Lutheran church the mm. followers. <clears throat> Attention, God wants us to work together as a body of Christ. He don't mean... You know, he, he's the type of person, I mean, even in the Gospels, when John and the disciples come to Jesus and said, hey, 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 when we're casting out demons and healing people, we ran across people doing the same thing we were doing in your name we prevent, prevent them, or we told them to stop and because they're not part of us. They're not part of the 12. They're not part of the followers. And Jesus says, in lamest terms, don't stop them. They do it in my name. Do not stop them. That's how I look at different churches. As long as we're preaching the same gospel, I'm not going against you. Now, there's certain um, denominations, like call themselves denominations, like Jehovah's Witness, that's totally heresy. Mm-hmm. I can't accept them. I can't accept. There's a whole list of them I can't accept. <clears throat> Progressive Christian and on down. 
Um, so you're saying Reverend Brandon's not right? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, you gotta quit, you gotta quit naming that dude. <laughs> <laughs> I have to because I that guy. Uh, I'd, I'd throw a punch him if I could. <laughs> We're supposed to speak the truth and love. Be Hey, he's got he's got a sweatshirt that says, "What does it say?" It's time for slapping. Uh, oh yeah, I don't got a shirt on. Um, I got a um, shirt I designed. I, I what it is? Sure, we got the Christmas. I wanted to buy a T-shirt that said. Had Santa Claus on it said about slapping or Saint Nick, and there was no T-shirts on the internet that way. So I, just, I drew Santa Claus slapping. I said, "Tis the season for the slapping." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's hilarious. And so I was the one who bought it, and I was the one who wore it this past season. So hopefully, I'm gonna keep it up all year. Hopefully, next season a lot of people will wear them, but they. That's what goes back to what St. Nicholas said. I probably already know about that with Aries. He slapped him for heresy. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot there's a lot of people on TikTok deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not a violent person. <laughs> oh, if we're not passionate about the gospel, what are we what are we going to be passionate about? Right. And we do need to be and that's something that you know, um, I was just talking with my wife the other day and, you know, she, um, she really, she posted on Facebook, no wonder the, the love, it says in the latter days, the love of the church will grow cold, um, because of just so much garbage going on. It, it's, it's kind of, sometimes it's just hard to speak the truth in love. <laughs> I you showed just show me this, the slapping sweatshirt. <laughs> um, and I, I, you know, I, I get that. You know, I get the feeling of wanting to just, you know, throat punch some people. Yeah. And and we're still supposed to speak the truth in love. Yeah. You know. Um. And I and I believe there's also you know a righteous anger that we we could exhibit and, and not sin in our anger. Yeah. You know, we're, you know, we, we might want to do the slapping, but really we're supposed to be the ones turning the other cheek. <laughs> well, well, I was also looking at Jesus, um, took tables and he made a whip when he did it. And I don't see Jesus just doing a whip going, okay, guys, don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> he was, probably whipping at people or probably really hit someone. I don't know. It doesn't say it in the scripture. I'm not going to say he did. But uh, you look at it, you go, there is a righteous anger sometimes that enough's enough. Mm-hmm. And I think when it comes to heresy, it's time to flip tables. Yeah. Yeah. What, what reminded me of that story of like slapping just side note has nothing to do with what we're talking about. There's, there's a pastor I know uh, from Bible college who uh, there was a guy who he's like, Hey, I just feel like there's someone in the audience that has a hard time hearing in your ear. And I just want to pray for you. Like you're going to get healed today. Who is that? And so this guy jumps up and goes, it's me. And he starts running down the aisle. And I guess it's a big, big church. 
And so, because uh, I know the guy and I my friends are there. And so he's telling the story and like, um, I saw it on video. So I've seen both. <laughs> Do you just see the pastor jump off the stage and start running to him? And he goes, in Jesus name, be healed. And he slaps him on the side of the <laughs> head and he f- lays out and he's all, oh God, like all like excited. And he goes, this is awesome. And he goes, but you hit the wrong ear. And he goes, what? And so he stands up and goes, wham, slaps the other ear. And he got healed. But it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I'm all, you got to know God's up, up up there on his throne just laughing. Like, you hit the wrong ear. Ah, Because <laughs> that's all. If we're... We're we're designed as God. I mean, He's got to have jokes. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, you say that all the time on your TikToks is that you know God's got a sense of humor, and obviously, I mean, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I, on, um, on a side note, which cracked me up when you're holding the cat. Another side note: when you're holding your cat, all I can think of was like Goldmember. Because oh. the cat was sitting there, and you're kind of rocking and looking, and the cat was just like, yes, this is right. <laughs> it just made me laugh so hard. I was trying not to laugh while you Because it was like a serious moment, and I was like, mm. He's talking about his it. heart. It's a big, and, 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 <laughs> a big cat. Yes, That is one big cat. But, yeah, you were saying that, there is a, a righteous time for, for anger, and I, I feel, um, and I think I wrote it to you on your TikTok while you're on the live that I was like, I just feel this, like, fire inside, this, like, burning, brewing fire that has been brewing for, like, the last couple of, like, weeks or months. I'm like, man, this is just, like, getting more intense, but not in a bad way, just, like, mm-hmm. there's something brewing in the spirit, and I just don't quite know where it's going. Are you re- it says in the end times, it'll be like the days of Lot and Noah. And it says, if you read, just do your, go back to Genesis and read, Lot was vexed. And you, you go, what's that? I mean, he was so disturbed by his environment while living in Sodom. And you read, Noah was also disturbed by the, how the people were acting. That's part of the thing is we are Christians starting to be vexed really bad by society. I mean, look at yesterday. We got people justifying what happened yesterday and people um, going against what happened yesterday and I'm I'm not going for or against it. No one's looking at the big picture. Society is angry right now. Not just Christians. Mm-hmm. Everyone is angry. Yep. Yep. There's a spirit of anger here. <clears throat> and it's drawing closer and closer. There's more spirits taking over civilization, uh, civil, uh, population that way. Mm-hmm. As a mass thing. And only time when that happens is a demonic influence. Yeah. And. It's going to be, I think that's another evidence that we're getting closer and closer to the end times. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it seems then, like we're getting a, to a point where, like, you you really see it in our political system now is 
you're going to have to choose which side you're going to be on. You're going to be on the side of Christ or you're, or you're not. Yeah. You know, there's not, there's not going to be this middle ground that we've been trying to run on for a while. You know, people are conservative. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, it's not conservative. It's not liberal. It's not um, Democrat. It's not Republican. It's what you take up what's said in this book. Not. You support Christian values or not. It's not about your political party. Right. The sad thing is, I think yesterday proved there's a lot of people on both parties who are not Christian, who do not support the Christian values, even though we think they do, because they've said they are. Yeah. They proved themselves yesterday. And I'm talking about people in the House right now. There. The Senate in the House. There's people I truly believe were Christian for you to support a liberal agenda of abortion because you don't have Christian faith. My opinion. No, I, I'm just a mere boy from Alabama. I agree because uh, I, I don't know if you've seen the video I made, but uh, I was talking about, because there's a lady on there saying, if your pastor isn't about abortions, if you're, if you're as a Christian uh, right? for pro-choice, yeah, they're both pro-choice. Yeah then you need to leave that church because they're not right or something like that. Like if they won't support you in your pro choice attitude, I'm like, no. And so I, I go to like, I can't remember his Matthew or Mark. And I, I read what Jesus was talking about. And like when the kids come up and everybody's like, Oh no, shoo, shoo away, get away kids. And Jesus goes, no, let them in. Let, let, let them over here. Jesus talks to him, blesses them, sends them off. And I go, weird. How would Jesus care about children, but you're saying it's not it's not the same? And then I go to love love yourself as you love others because that's what this word says. And killing someone because it's convenient is not loving someone. <laughs> yeah. And right. just because to be real and honest, because you can't close your legs or keep your your stick out of something like <laughs> i'm just being honest you you it's it's your issue for both guys and women it's not just women doing this it's it's also guys like right and the takes two to tango like i'll i'll go ahead and and go out there and say sure i'm pro choice as long as you made that choice before you made a baby that choice should have been made to either do something to prevent yourself from getting pregnant or getting someone pregnant. Yep. Or you don't have sex. Period. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and, and people will, well, why should I be not denied my, my physical pleasure? Like, I'm not, I, I didn't say that, you know, <laughs> I, I, what I, what I said was you should do it right. I mean, you know, it's, it's like a, you get behind a car. You make a physical decision. I will obey the law, the laws of the road. I'm not going to drive through people's yards. I'm going to drive on the road. You have a set of rules. You don't go around really driving like on GTA 5. Oh, I'm going to drive through this yard. I'm going to drive over the town. I mean, that is a complicated vehicle that has 
plays a couple of times we have to have rules to, but you want to go, okay, I can go jump on the bed with just anybody? I mean, <laughs> they go a step further to agreeing with you. Use protective sex. A, number one, health reasons. People, I mean, we, we're not too far from the 80s and the 90s with HIV scare, and we it seems like people have forgot about that. Yep. Oh, they have. I, there's so many young young girls now that I that I hear about or you know know that they're they're on birth control and they're like, well, it's no big deal. I'm on birth control. I don't have to worry about getting pregnant. I'm like, yeah, sure. It's all fun and games until the burning and itching starts. Like, <laughs> just because you can't get pregnant doesn't mean there's not other consequences. Yeah. You know, you're not protect you're not protecting yourself from any kind of diseases that you could get, especially if you're being promiscuous, you know, like if something happens, that's your, you know, that's on you. It's not on an unborn child. That's a, going back to their, they're saying, oh, we could have abortion because we love the child. We don't want him to be raised in a bad um, environment. We're giving abortion out of love. So you kill someone out of love. <laughs> and the people's thinking is backwards in today's time. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, why can't I go do that? Because I want to enjoy myself. Yeah. The reason why is because we're trying to stop you. You're persecuting me. So we're doing this for your health. So you're persecuting me. Yeah. Well, what's interesting, I think if you reverse that to that person where they're like, oh, I'm going to have an abortion or whatever because that's just my my right and whatever, then you'd be like, well, I feel like you're a freeloader, so I'm going to shoot you in the head. That's my right. I'm I'm doing it because I love you because I don't want you to freeload off me. And they'd be like, well, that's not right. Well, you're saying that it's okay for, (laughs) for you to kill this baby just because it brings you pleasure what you did before that what well, brings me pleasure though i had to pay for you right and then, and, then, <laughs> and then i've heard that even brought up like well this you know this child this this uh alien force inside of me is taking something away from me you know so i should be able to remove it it's just like a a, a virus i'm like well when did spock what, get in there like what the what the heck how do you know like then you know what? Go get yourself fixed. If that's if that's your view, yeah. well, what if I want to have a baby later? Well, you get, you get, a, get a reversed. You know, like um, someone was saying. Well, if we mandated that guys go out and get vasectomies, and then if they decide they want to have a child, then um, then they can have it reversed. You know, it would be way different. And I'm thinking, if you provided guys especially, you know, younger people today with a free vasectomy and they could just have sex without consequences or the, you know, the consequence of, of having a baby, they would do it willingly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You mean, I'm not, I'm never going to have to worry about getting a girl pregnant. Okay. Yeah. Like I I don't, there was a Democrat, the Democrat in the first part of 2020 that took it to the house full and, state of Alabama 
trying to force all males over the age of 35 to have a vasectomy. <laughs> they didn't go over well in the state of Alabama. Yeah. Um, what was, what was, <laughs> like, what was their point, though? Hey, over, it was a, over 35. Um, to stop sexual predators. Um. That would, that would uh, give vasectomy is a, not going to stop <laughs> a sexual predator. That's more of a ticket to, <laughs> to be like, oh, okay, well, you know, no consequences for this now. Oh, uh, and the thinking, like I said earlier, and me, you said is backwards in today's time. It is uh, just today, just today, and uh, I got speechless on half my TikToks. If you've watched them um, as much as Jacob has, probably, <laughs> I get speechless on them. I sit there and go, I don't know what I'm going to say about this. That's how I'll start my video out. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> so, there was a girl, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. there was a girl today that sat there and was talking to witch talk. She was supposedly a witch. Oh, I saw uh, that one. I was like, what the crap? <laughs> she sat there and said, the angels have told her that the Christian God does this. He did create everything, but the angels have captured him and put him in a prison. Just so you know, <laughs> I wrote her and I go, he's God. So <laughs> that makes zero sense because if you're God, you go zip, zap, zippity, zap, you're all dead. <laughs> well, see, what I told her, first thing I told her, I said, uh, what you're saying is wrong, but I won't, won't be honest with you on this. You've got something here. you got a great novel you can write. It could be a cult classic. It could be the next Twilight, Harry Potter, or Supernatural. <laughs> Do this. But what you're saying is wrong, biblically. It is totally wrong. She sent a message back. Well, that's your truth, and that's my tr- my truth. This I was going to send a video back to her. Says, There's no your truth, my truth. There's the truth. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, I mean, <laughs> the people... truth. Well, I've I've wanted to make a video going. Where where do they find that in this? Like, I'm come on, Bible. Like, spit out some of this woke mentality <laughs> here. I just can't find it. Like. There's no woke cookies falling out of my Bible. Well, the, the, the woke cookies are where it says, you know, the the people will listen to to what their itching ears want. Yep, to want to hear, you know. So they're gonna go to like someone that that says something fantastical, like they've captured God and. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, and they've got him in a well, the prison funny, the funniest part is in the video that he like clipped or showed um she's like come on all my witch friends and all and i'm all the bible talks about talking to witches and and warlocks and and uh like fortune tellers and bullcrap like that i'm like who are you like are you reading like I, I, I believe she's reading Twilight. I don't I don't think she's reading the Bible. She's reading Twilight of some I sort. But it's an off brand. I think she's watched Supernatural, that T V series. Yeah. And that's how they went towards the end of their series. Oh the 
I liked the first two, two or three seasons. They lost me after that. You know, and, and there's something to be said for that, though. I mean, we definitely do deal with demonic forces. Yeah. We're in a, a spiritual battle. These people aren't, you know, the, the word says they're not your enemy. You know, we're, we're fighting a, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but it's against the, the spirit of this world, which it truly is. And, and yeah. saying something like that, well, we've got your, your God locked up. It's like, who, who are you? You know, like, I don't, I don't get that thinking, but yeah, <laughs> you know, we're, we're called to preach the gospel and how it's written out for us, you know? Yeah. And there's there's just uh, too many people like that that are just like, oh well, well I believe I believe in you know I believe in God and I also believe in in this and I'm gonna follow this too. I'm like I don't think it works like that. <laughs> so I I, I want to. Nope. There's something that I don't know if you guys have ever read it, but like there was a lady on TikTok trying to battle. I think his name's like Bought by the Blood. That guy talk to him about debating and all this stuff. And so she's a witch of some sort. And uh, she read Judges 11, and that talks about, I forget his name. It starts with a J, something, whatever his name is. But he asked God, like, hey, give me all the strength I can. Uh, I'll vow to you that whoever walks out of my house, oh, I yeah. will sacrifice them. And so I was trying to figure out because I was like, this is something I've never read before. I never even knew that verse to be honest or that chapter. And so I was looking at it, but then uh, somebody mentioned Ecclesiastes, how God wants you to honor your vows. And I'm like, he made a stupid vow, but he had to commit to it. Either you're going to go against God or you're going to go with God kind of thing. And so I was like, that's a hard one. But if that's your vow, like, you should have thought smarter, bro. Like that was a stupid vow. To, to I, I looked at that, you know, cause it, the, the vow was that whoever comes out of his house, it, that's who he'll sacrifice. And it, so, and it happened to be his daughter that walks out. Yeah. So then he's lamenting that he's got to follow this, this vow. Um, but I, I don't know. Like that, that just, to me, you're right. I, I think it was a dumb vow to make. Um, but when I read that, I was like, like um, when I read it, I'm like, man, I'm so thankful for Christ because I don't have to make stupid vows like that. <laughs> and now, see, this is my opinion, and I, the Old Testament is foreshadowing of Christ all through it. Oh yeah, and there's a lot of the. If it's in the Old Testament, it was put there. For a reason, and most time is there to emphasize on something or to show the foreshadowing of Christ. And if it's going to emphasize something, it's going to emphasize the coming of Christ. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the whole Bible revolves around Christ. So that person having to sacrifice their child is the foreshadowing of God sacrificing His Son. Yep, mm-hmm. that's my perspective of that. And it even that shows you about her being a virgin. Like that was something that she went in the mountains for two months and cried and lamented wept with, with her, her friends. friends. Yeah, but she she willingly said, "You, you got to keep your promise." 
Yeah. And do with me what God told you. And that's where I'm like, that that does foreshadow Jesus being like, hey, take this cup from me if you can. Mm-hmm. But I understand I need to do this. Yeah. See, the, I, here's the father being forced to do it because of his vow. Mm-hmm. It's like God promised everyone when he talked to Adam and Eve about the enmity being put between a seed of man and the serpent. That is Christ. Yeah. He promised us in the beginning. And then when it had to come down to it, he had to send his son in human form as a a virgin birth to fulfill a sacrifice. I mean, here is part of the Trinity. God, God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. They've been together since they, they, there's no existence. Forever. I mean, no <laughs> beginning of their existence. Then you have to send part of the Trinity that you call your son as a baby, which you've never seen as a baby before, the most innocent thing on this earth, other than Christ, is <laughs> a baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So here's the father sending his son to earth. The son willingly stepped up and did it, too. I mean, oh, the, the power behind this. And then the father has to watch from his throne, his son, live a perfect life according to the law. The law. I mean, no one can live a perfect life according to the law. But he lived it. So here he sees the a human for the first time ever obeying the law of God. It has to watch him being destroyed. From his wrath, the his wrath destroy him? I mean, no wonder God turned his face and the sun went dark during that time on Calvary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was a love. I mean, I, I, I can't even imagine. I'm a father. I mean, y'all think, yeah. I assume y'all are fathers yep. too. Yep. I can't even imagine sending my son, which is a, he's a hundred percent human. <laughs> um, He's got his flaws, sending him to sacrifice. Here's sending the, the I hate to use the term golden chocolates is a bad joke, but here's the, I really God himself walking among men and has to be sacrificed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's such great love. I mean, the, Everybody talks about how Mary felt at the foot of the cross. And I feel for her because a mother. I mean, I hate to see any mother lose her child. I feel for her on that. But how God felt. Could you imagine that? Then you read in Isaiah says he took pleasure in crushing him. You know, wait a minute, Kyle. You just said... He didn't want to do it, but now you're saying he took pleasure in it. No, he took pleasure in it because of all of us. Yeah. Yeah. He loved us that much. 
he took pleasure in doing it. That's enough. I could preach. <laughs> That's a good sermon there. Well, I mean, like, like that. I don't know because if if any other listeners on here are like me, like, and you didn't read Judges eleven before, you're kind of like thrown off by it. Like, wait, what? What? I don't even know how to answer you on this. But then finding Ecclesiastes about vows and then foreshadowing who Jesus is, it changes everything. Because then you're like, oh, well, that story makes tons of sense now. Like, that was such a foreshadow of what God was wanting to do. But what's even more important that you see there is that she was willing to. And yeah. that it was mm-hmm. exactly, it's almost like, like there's pieces that are different, but there's a lot of pieces that are the same, like, she was a virgin. She didn't go like, oh, well, <laughs> I'm a virgin now. I got to go party on those mountains. It's more like, hey, I'm going to weep this because it's hard. It's tough, but I know this is is God's will for my life and stuff like that. And, like, um, I, I feel like, I don't know, like, even when hard things come as Christians, some some Christians just bow out and bow down to the pain of it, but it's if you trust God and believe God and follow through with what God's telling you, you're going to get through breakthrough because the worst thing you can do is die. And that's not even that bad because you're in heaven. <laughs> just right. saying. I mean, just going back to your story of when you were going through your heart issues, your heart conditions, which you still, still have, but having the response from a pastor saying, well, when you, when you're all better, come on back. You know, that, I mean, that, that, that irritates me that we are, our love has grown cold. You know, it, that could have, if you weren't following Christ, if you were following man, if you were following that, you know, that pastor, that could have derailed your faith right there. You know, that, see, that pastor, don't mean to interrupt you. That pastor, I've never attended his church. He's known me my whole life because of the small community. But there was another situation dealing with the a divorce where I called the pastor trying to, I was attending the church too, the pastor. And he sat there and said, well, you missed um, a couple of days of church or a couple of weeks of church. because my kids were sick. And you know, if you have one, yeah, I got four kids. If you got one kid sick, that's going to go through all four yep. of them. Yeah. <laughs> I got four and, too. <laughs> and it's not like oh four days they can go on about uh, two weeks sometimes mm-hmm. I remember it was like I think it was two probably possibly three I don't know I called him and said hey this is what we're dealing with and I went into detail with him and stuff and he turned around and says it's your fault I said why is it my fault because you missed church God's judging you for this now and I'm like dude this just come out in the open I just told you about this this has been going on before Before all this I mean it makes you feel this big I mean you you sit there and go you have to cling to the cross and then some people it would damage their damage their relationship with God because of what the church did. All it did was drew me closer to this because I was like, 
father, what, what, what is going on? Why is the, why is your bride acting like this? Mm-hmm. And sad thing is, I don't think he calls those people his bride. Yeah. There's people, and I made a video, I don't know if Jacob's seen it. It's kind of a little uh, risque what I said. It was a message to the church last earlier this week, tell the truth. Um, the Holy Spirit spoke to me about a lot of stuff. And I said there, talking about the American church, and I took the TikTok song. I quoted that. I said, can't make a wife out of a hoe. Talking about the church yeah. following tolerated ways. And I'm surprised I hadn't been ridiculed about that. Give it about a week. Let it go through <laughs> the algorithm of the page. But that's, it's, that's still stuck in my head since I dating, how true those words are where the church stands say I'm, I'm not talking there is good churches out there I'm not trying to talk about the, the good churches I'm talking about the ones who call themselves churches who are nothing but a social gathering place yeah we're not feeding people they're feeding the sheep well like you said you know you said you can't make a wife out of a, a hole there's a whole book on that. You know, Hosea, God, that's what <laughs> God you. told him to do. God told him to, to go marry a prostitute. Why would you? I've never done anything to defile your law or anything like that. Why would you want me to join myself with a prostitute? Because you say don't do that, but now you're telling me to do it. And God said, I want you to do it as an example to show my people that this is what they're doing. This is where they're at. They're prostituting themselves for the things of this world right and and i see that you know the 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 church and you know christians in general are doing that to be more and more is you know basically prostituting themselves and not really following after christ and following after what the word actually says and you know well and then trying to say well it doesn't, you know, the Bible's that that's not a true translation. What you're reading isn't a true translation, you know. You, and it's like, if you look through all the translations, if you go to the the Hebrew, it does translate. Yeah. You know, it's not falsified. You can you can back it. You can back scripture up with with scripture all day long. Yeah. And here's the thing. Um, about the translation, everybody's like, well, you use the NLT and you use the NKJV and you use the uh, uh, first thing. There's certain people I'm from South Alabama. We have certain dialects of how we talk down here, certain words we use. None of that's in the Bible. That's where the message the Bible was written. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but what I'm saying is this. Uh, if someone decided to put it in their dialect, there's people who have done that. Mm-hmm. In languages, um, there's languages that have sub-dialects just like the English language does. There's many Bibles print, printed in hundreds of different languages. 
And all of them pretty much to say the same message. Yep. Who cares if the word um, table, instead of called a table, it's called a bar. <laughs> I mean, um, and people go, or not talking about a bar like you drink at, you know what I'm saying? If it's written the way it's written, I mean, like you were all through the King James Version, everybody's like, the, um, the two tablets, the two tablets. The, if you read the TJ's version, it says the two ta- uh, tables, some areas. They call the tablets tables. Yeah. And <laughs> it's okay to call things because that's old English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're like, okay, King James says this, it's true. All right, do you talk the same way? I'm just saying there's a room for different versions of the Bible. Yeah. There's some versions I recommend to stay away from. The Jehovah Witness version. Yeah. Stay away from that. <laughs> well, what's funny is um, somebody on TikTok mentioned that, that there's the Bible's not inherently correct and it's not perfect in the way it's made or anything. And uh, Chris Ulrey, who is Christ for life, uh, kind of duetted that guy's video and was like, um, he goes, well, this just reminds me of, because it's like Matthew and Mark had said something was a different color. Like, it's very close, like violet and red, like dark red. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, this reminds me of that dress from 2017 or whatever, where they're like, is this blue or is mm-hmm. this gold? And he is talking about it. Exactly. And he goes, it doesn't mean you're wrong. It doesn't mean they're wrong. It just is their perspective of what it is. But as a police officer, Lee Strobel's a perfect person to bring that up, is if this was all the same, then it's incorrect. Mm-hmm. Like if every like if Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John all had identical, perfect story backed the same, written the same, and all that, he goes, That's how you know that this is made up. He goes, but as a police officer, as somebody who like even for me, I can talk to George and I can talk to you about the same scene and you both would have a different perspective of mm-hmm. what maybe was important to you that happened and it's not wrong and it's not that either of you are lying. It is a true story. It did happen. You saw that there's a black cat running through the street while George saw the guy got hit with the left fist at that time. You both saw the same scene. You just saw past some of the things to see a little thing that was different. It doesn't mean it's wrong. Right. It doesn't mean it's not God breathed that I, word. I could agree with that too. Um, I joked about it, uh, that I've seen the exact same TikTok you're talking about. Yeah. I didn't make a TikTok of it. I wish I did, but I joked about it with my friends. I'm like, Hey, <clears throat> you got three men's point of view on something. You ask any woman, most men do not know what a color or something is. Because we sit there and say, oh, that's red. They go, no, that's not. That's burgundy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, we have three men who wrote their opinions of what was a color or something. Someone got it wrong. I almost guarantee you. If not two of them got it wrong, someone got it wrong. 
Yeah. Um, and a woman's point of view. Because yeah. um, <laughs> I still do not know the difference between fuchsia, pink, or purple. I do not go in. I'm not. I'm an artist. I don't know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's true, and I I think that with that, this Bible is true, and it it may be different than this could be different than the message Bible or that uh, it could be cause this is an NIV Bible. It's different than the King James version or the, the, the NLT, King, the NLT, the <laughs> ESV, all right. those things. And it, they're not wrong. New King James. Yeah. <laughs> New King James. And I, I mean, like it's not wrong. And people try to push an agenda like, Oh, it's all, you have so many versions that it lost itself, but I'm like, you can take like the new King James or the King James version itself and take it back to the canon and figure out how very close it is. Right. And, and like just talking about languages, I've got family in my, in France. My wife has family in France, I should say. And being there and some of her cousins that do speak English, we were talking about just the differences in our languages and he was, um, her one cousin was trying to think of a, a, the word toe because they don't really have, they have different words, but it doesn't translate into English the same. So we have fingers and toes. That's what it translates. And when he's like trying to translate it from French to English, the translation is basically foot fingers. Your toes are foot fingers. Yeah. And like, that's just something that stuck with me that, you know, we'll, we'll go to, you know, we'll say toes and then his, but the, you know, if he, if he translated French into English, the, the translation would actually be foot fingers. Yeah. Still the same thing. Yeah. So talking about French, I was taught on how accent this is, and their their word for love is not really translated into love. It's translated to adore. They adore you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're, they're supposed to be the, the capitals, the city of love, and they don't even have love in their language. <laughs> right. Well, even even love for you know, here we'll say love for you know I, I love that cookie. And I, I love my wife, you know, and yeah. I'm not, I'm not big. I'm not one because I take that, the word love very seriously. And I'm, I'm more of, you know, if you're going around saying that you love everything, then you love nothing. Yeah. You know, it, you've, you've taken away the meaning from it. But when you look back at it in the, the Latin or, or Greek, there's, several different words for love and being the love exactly. like Christ had for us is that all encompassing agape love, Agape. you know? Um, but we, we have one word for, to express many different feelings. Yeah. I got me in trouble. Um, back, um, not really. It started an argument. I made a TikTok about a story time. Tell the truth. Uh, last week, Started an argument at my. I used to work before I got sick. I used to work in a distribution center. I cut meat. I was a butcher, um, and we had cold docks and dry docks and stuff. And one day during 
um, my break, I used to call my wife, or that was now ex-wife. I used to call her all the time. Talk to her, and I've, you know, when you're around a bunch of guys, especially dock work. I don't know if y'all have ever been on dock work. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. work on docks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a different environment. I sat there and said, love you, and I hung up the phone. So one of them, <laughs> they were ragging, rag- love you too, Kyle. <clears throat> and it was a mother of Christ who did that. I was like, so I just started to get up, and I started to just walk out. Let's start an argument. And, oh, I didn't mean it. I just had to go call it back in. Well, lo and behold, five minutes later, everybody was on the floor, lifts around each other. I was on Christian. He didn't say love you. didn't say love you. And I walked by to go pull an order. I also was connected to customer service. I had to pull the orders customers. I wouldn't cut meat. So I went out there, and they sit there. The guy said, again, love you, and went just being sarcastic with really owe you two kept on walking they didn't understand greek they didn't understand what philia philia means about brotherly love mm. <laughs> it started a big fight and i just kept going just being sarcastic and just being my typical self <laughs> got cornered in the back freezer about an hour later, I about four or five forklift drivers. A couple of people pulling orders. I had I got off the um my pallet jack, stood on a bunch of pallets where everyone could see me and started giving them lessons in Greek of what love is. <laughs> the different kinds of love. <laughs> on the clock <laughs> of all things and showed them where in the gospel about Peter sitting there saying, uh, Jesus saying, Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? And you know that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He kept saying, what type of love each one was. And everybody was happy about it. They left. They went and told the other bunch that did not hear me say this, what I was trying to say, which started a religious argument over because I would not say I love you to another person. <laughs> I was called a heretic for that. <laughs> well, I, um, I, I think we 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 uh, have come to a good spot to to hang up the podcast. I I really enjoyed having you on, man. Like I I love this. This is this is awesome. Yeah, the good conversation, which is kind of how we always do our podcast and um thanks for coming on being on with us um and now it's time for we're us to put you on. on the spot yeah <laughs> this is the part of the show where we put Kyle on the spot so what we do i'm i'm not sure if you've ever heard our podcast before but uh, what we always do is have our guests pray us out of the podcast oh wow um well we'll see <laughs> okay, let me do this. First thing I have to give the ironic blessing, or 
I can remember off the top of my head, you know what the ironic blessing is. I believe we should bless everyone before we pray. So then say, um, now I say it in I cannot say it in Hebrew right now. My mind's going 130 miles for nothing. <clears throat> but pretty much I'll jump to the prayer. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I was good. I was, I knew. <laughs> You're good. Um, yeah, you did put me on the spot. But okay. The, <laughs> uh, first thing is, wish you the best. God bless. My God be with you. That's pretty much lamest terms. Um, the ironic prayer. The that Father God. Please watch over us this week. Hopefully, this someone got the message out of this and received some of your word. This message today, this podcast. Stay with us as we go. Your face shine upon us. May you walk with us. As we go on about our everyday lives and help us guide us with your Holy Spirit. Share the gospel. Amen. Amen. Amen.